Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Okay, friends, before we dive into this episode, I have a few things I want to share with you. Um, Number one, if you guys felt some crazy energy last week, my Reiki practitioner slash mentor, the woman who trained me in, shared this with me is that there have been some cosmic events causing a lot more energy. So apparently there was a shock wave that hit the earth's magnetic field which sounds kind of crazy but it's a really rare cosmetic phenomenon and why i'm sharing this with you is that if you were feeling a little bit off last week um this happened on may 28th so if you're wondering when i'm recording this it's it's right after it occurred um but you may be feeling more headaches more like off balance i know i almost fell over twice during the workout my that day and like over in the shower um you might be feeling really overwhelmed anxious anxious having disturbed sleep patterns so for me i was having like night sweats and really weird dreams and nightmares um ear ringing, difficulty focusing, maybe your in, your intuition has been heightened during this time. So and 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 there's a whole list of other things. So what I, what I want what I want to share with you from this is that if you're in a period of really high energy, you're feeling like just off and like your body is readjusting to this new vibration, you can incorporate practices that are going to really help balance your energy back out. So avoiding things like alcohol and caffeine during this time, eating really high vibrational foods like the colors of the rainbow and fruits and vegetables, really plant-based foods, going more organic, drinking plenty of filtered water, doing more meditation and breath work during this time, Um, you know, releasing anything that's no longer in alignment with you. And just practicing that love and compassion. So there's plenty of things that we can do. You know, yeah, actually, the other thing I want to mention is salt water baths or um, Epsom salt baths. Those are going to give you more magnesium, um, which is something that can kind of throw off our vibration if we're low in that as well. So incorporating those, you know, not only in this time when we're under a higher energy, higher frequency, we've had a shift, but also in all periods when you're going through something that is making maybe that anxiety flare back up or you have a (laughs) a time where there is increased energy um for me taurus season i have a lot of earth in my birth chart and for me taurus season was really really heavy i felt that weight my vibration felt really low i felt sluggish i had all of these like ideas but implementing them i couldn't really get things into action 
I was feeling really hard on myself, going back to some old thought patterns. So just when you're recognizing that, remembering to tune back into practices that are going to bring you back into alignment, right? And so that may be mean getting back on track with that movement practice or the meditation practice or you know, doing more for me, self-reiki really helps me get back into alignment or adding more of those high vibrational foods back in. So these are things we do all the time, but especially during times of increased frequencies or shifts in the energetic plane, we want to make sure that we're incorporating those things in. So that's my number one announcement for you guys. If the energy has been feeling a little bit heavy for you, that might be why. Number two is I still have spots to work with me one-on-one. You guys, I'm so excited about this program. You have no idea how much it fills my cup to help leaders transform into the the leaders they're meant to be um, and help people really shift their entire life, right? I remember being in a place a few years ago where I woke up every morning not excited to do life, right? I mean, from the social scene I was in, going out and partying every weekend, to the work I was doing, feeling really drained every time I left. You know, I would feel so drained. I would get on a phone call with a friend and I would literally be like slurring my speech. I couldn't think clearly. I remember them being like, what is wrong? Are you drunk? And I was just so embarrassed because I was so energetically drained every single day that I couldn't even do life. I couldn't enjoy the, the beauty all around me because I was really struggling with my own joy, my own path, my own, what I was meant to be here to do. And so I'm really excited to work with you guys one-on-one, help bring you, whether it's life or you're wanting to start a business or you're not really sure what your path is and just getting clarity on that, or you're struggling emotionally to find the joy and happiness in life. You guys, this is one of my favorite programs to work with people on. You get 11 one-on-one calls with me over a four month period, you get access to me in between the calls. You have access to all of my programs, my meal plans. And if you have a business, you'll also get access to all of my client contracts, all of my you know business tools that are really, really valuable and, and will save you a lot of time as you're getting your feet off the ground when it comes to your business. So if this is something you've been thinking about and this is something you've been feeling drawn to, Release that fear, release that ego, which is what we're going to talk about today, and know that when you feel it in your soul, when you feel it in your body, and you feel that full body hell yes, you're feeling called to do something, the universe will align to make it work, right? And so you can jump to the link in my bio right now or the link in the show notes, I should say. It's also in my Instagram bio. So if you follow me over there, you can also apply through that um, link. But this is the time to apply, guys. Not when the time is right because the time will never be right. You know how many times I've waited until timing was better and nothing ever happened, right? And I truly believe that if you're feeling called, if this is feeling in alignment for you, the time is to apply now. Now, I'm so excited for what we're going to talk about today. I'm probably just going to dive right into the episode because why not? We're going to be talking about ego. And this is something a few years ago, I thought ego was like, um, if you're really, really high in yourself, like you think you're the shit. Also, I'm going to drink my coffee while I do this episode because we're not. 
I thought that's what ego was though. I was like, it only, it, people who have ego are the people who are like, I'm the shit, I'm the coolest, I'm better than you. Those are the egotistical people, right? When in reality, we all have ego. And so in this episode, I'm going to show you how to identify what your ego is when your ego is rearing its ugly head, um, how to use that ego as a window into your subconscious thoughts, your subconscious beliefs, how to stop buying into those stories that the ego is telling you, and how to really release that. So what I want to start with is if you're sitting here thinking, I don't, I, she's crazy. I don't have an ego. I want to tell you <laughs> that that voice telling you that she's crazy, I don't have an ego, that little voice in your head that's speaking to you all day long, that is your ego, right? And a lot of us identify with that ego, right? We think it's a part of us. We believe that that, that voice in our head is us. When in reality, it's, 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 it's not a part of us. And, and only when we identify it does the, the ego really have power over us, right? And so what I want you to start with, and, and this is a really great way to start identifying the ego, is just noticing your thoughts, right? Witness the thoughts, as Gabby Bernstein says. As you're walking in a park, notice how you're like, oh, there's a tree, there's a rock, there's a lake. That's ego, right? It's all those voices. And, and sometimes they're really harmless, but it also takes away from our ability to be present. And so by witnessing this voice, these thoughts, um, we can start, this is, this is really how we start to open that window into our subconscious. And so a lot of the ego, I, I think a lot of us have this, this viewpoint that the ego is, is pompous and arrogant, but a lot of times our ego is, is really quite mean um, to ourselves. It may say something like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. How did I screw up that meeting? It might tell us that we suck. It might tell us that we're fat. It might tell us that we're you know, not good enough. We're not worthy. And we don't even often notice that voice is going in our head. And so that's why witnessing the thoughts is number one, because oftentimes we're like, holy shit, who is this voice I'm carrying around with me, right? It may also say things like, there's a tree, there's a rock as you're going to walk. And it may also say things like, holy shit, I'm so much better than her because X, Y, Z, right? So our ego has no limits, but we must recognize that it is not the voice of truth. It is not us who is making those thoughts. It is the voice of fear. And only when we identify with it, does it have power over us? And so once we start to notice those thoughts, once we start to recognize that there is a little voice in our head that we're carrying around with us, um, and I'll share how to stop identifying with that in a bit here. But I want to share with you guys how we can use that as a window into our subconscious um, by recognizing what those thoughts are telling us. And so, number one, instead of buying into that voice, instead of judging the voice, right? So sometimes we, we flip into this pattern of, oh my gosh, I think... <laughs> you know, a thought comes and this is very human, right? Sometimes I think when we're, when we're on this spiritual path, we're like, I don't judge people anymore. And then all of a sudden you like have this thought of like, oh my God, why is she wearing that? And it's a thought that like 
comes to your mind before you even have the time to shut it down, right? That's a human thing, but we don't need to buy into it. We can witness it and we don't need to judge it, but we can ask ourselves, where's that actually coming from, right? Because that voice, that those thoughts are giving us a, a window into our subconscious. So whether the ego is triggered and it's judging, right? Because we know that judgment and being triggered is a sign that there's something within them that we see in ourselves or something within them that we're envious of, something with them in them that we're not really fully owning or that way maybe we're really hard on ourselves for so we feel like we need to be hard on everyone else for so an example of this would be I remember in high school right so I was if you guys don't know my story I was overweight as a kid so up until like seventh grade I was pretty bullied made fun of guys didn't like me or that was the story at least I bought into at the time it was you know and and so I lost all of this weight around eighth ninth grade I, I total transformation all of a sudden people paid attention to me all of a sudden I was noticed and it really flared that ego I was like and, and it, it it ingrained the story in me that I was only worthy of love if I had the perfect body Right? How screwed up is that? So from age 14 to 15 on, I was only worthy of love and attention if I had the perfect body. Because of that, I found myself being really, really hard on other women who were struggling with their weight. I had a friend who gained some weight in high school, and I remember, I remember bashing her to one of, and this is such, you know, this is hard to admit because we don't, it doesn't feel good when we're judgmental, but I remember like talking shit about her to my other friends. And the only reason why it was so hard on her and I was so judgmental of her was because I was judging myself, right? Every time I gained five pounds back, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go restrict. I, I, I will not be loved if I gain this weight. And so recognizing that the judgments we have on others are often a reflection of ourselves. And I'm going off on a judgment tangent, but this feels right, so I'm going to keep going. Oftentimes, those judgments are sneaky, and we feel justified in those judgments, right? We're not open to seeing it in a different way. We just judge, and we, we place that on, we we'll label on someone, and we walk away, right? We don't feel like we need to justify. Even if we're a spiritual person, oftentimes we find ourselves judging people who are not spiritual, who are not on the path, who have a different thought process than this, than us. And so recognizing where the sneaky judgment is coming in and really looking inward, reflecting inward, where is this coming from? So another great example is I had a client who um, was finding herself judging another mom in the playground who's really hard on her kids. And while we didn't agree with the parenting, right? When we jumped on the client call, she was like, I don't agree with the parenting, but I'm so triggered by this, right? I'm so like, this is making me really uncomfortable. And I made her, you know, I made her reflect on why that was making her so uncomfortable. And she recognized that there was moments in her own parenting where she kind of lost it with her own kid, right? Where she had her own angriness come up or own, you know, loss of control come up. And what that was really signaling for her is that, okay, I need to take more time to slow down so that I'm not feeling such a short fuse with my child, whatever it may be. But often, again, that, that judgment is a window into where we have our own work to do. 
And along with that, you know, the ego has many other thoughts. It's not always just judgment of others. We can also hear a lot of fear in that voice. And, and actually, the ego is, is, a, is a defense mechanism for many of us. So we are one of the, I believe we're, humans are one of the only characters creatures, if not the only creature that can have these ego thoughts that can talk to themselves, right? We're the only crazies that talk to ourselves. All the other animals, that's why they are often so peaceful. That's why Sage, my dog, always looks so peaceful or so happy and just chill because she doesn't have this ego running in her mind, right? At least not that I know of. Maybe she's a super, super dog and has powers. I would really love it if she had thoughts about me specifically. Like, I wonder what she thinks about me. I could go off on another tangent, but I should reel it back in. Otherwise, I will lose my train of thought because the squirrels will come. Um, but this ego is a defense mechanism, right? It's here to protect us, really. And so what, what protection often means is fear, right? Our parents tell us not to go for the big dreams if you had parents that were fearful or lived in fear. Maybe they told you not to go for being a pop star because it wasn't realistic and you might get your heart broken, right? Or maybe they told you to go to college and get the nine to five, even though you knew you wanted to be a public speaker because it was safe and secure in their mind, right? So fear is always there protecting us. That's why we believe we buy into these fear stories because we believe they're going to protect us. The ego is the same thing, right? It is that voice that puts fear into us to keep us small and keep us safe or so it thinks it is, right? And so it's a defense mechanism and it's always coming for fear. So when you're recognizing this voice, I had something else to say on that, but I'm just gonna tangent over on that one because I don't know where I'm at. I don't follow notes, you guys. I make notes and I don't follow them. It's because I got the squirrel brain, so hopefully you guys all follow along. <laughs> uh, and just join me in my Friday morning tangents. Um, but another way we can use this, okay, so back to back to my original thought about viewing, you know, the subconscious mind. Um, this is a really cool window into our subconscious mind, these ego thoughts. And so instead of buying into every story that that, that mind is telling us, what if we started to just listen, observe, and realize that it's our subconscious mind coming coming forth, right? So for me, this is a great example. This week actually happened. I was sitting in my car, getting ready to go into my chiropractor. I go about twice a week right now and it's 85 bucks a pop guys. So it's not a cheap, you know, it's, it's a, okay. You don't use the words cheap and expensive. It's all relative, but it's, it's an investment right now. And it's, it's setting me up for life health, but it's also, you know, want to buy a car, want to get my own place. There's a lot of other things on the docket that I want to do. And I was sitting in my car being like, should I let, tell them I'm going to go down to one day a week? That would just give me a couple extra hundred dollars a, a month so that I can, I can really like invest back into my business, into the car, into the things that I'm, that are in the docket right now. And as I was sitting there, I had this alarming like thought process go on. I'm like, who am I, who am I even to like think I can spend 600 bucks a month on chiropractic care? Like who, who am I to think that's okay? And then another thought came up that was like, how am I worthy of this when there's so many other people who can't even afford to go to the chiropractor once a month? And that was the thought process guys, right? That if I am able to afford this, then someone else is not. 
And it, you know, the money story is something that I'm continuing, continuing to peel back because we, I mean, we all have stories around money. And while I think it's important to be responsible with our spending, right? Like, where is that money going towards? Are we investing it? Are we putting it back into a business? Are we giving back to the, you know, the world? But here, you know, part of that is like, so many of us think that if we have abundance, oh my God, I'm going to go off on another tangent, hang with me. But it was a realization for me that I still had the story that if I have abundance, if I am able to afford nice things that I'm somehow taking away from someone else, that I'm somehow stealing from someone else when that's not the truth, right? Our world is in an abundant world with plenty of resources for everyone. If only we would allow that, right? And you may be sitting there thinking, well, if our world's abundant, how are there starving children in Africa? That has to do with our own scarcity mindset, right? So us in America are kind of screwing it up for other countries or our own scarcity thoughts are screwing it up for other people. Because if we had the abundant mindset, everyone walked around with an abundant mindset and we all walked around living in abundance, we would be able to more than, you know, we could give back, right? We could do the things. If I had a million dollars in my bank account, I could feed thousands of starving children in Africa, right? Right now I get to feed one. I have one adopted African child, baby. You guys don't know. I really want to adopt from Africa one day. I don't know why. I think it was Bob Goff. If you guys have never heard Bob Goff's story, he's a Christian writer, but I seriously, he's like, the happiest go lucky man in the world, and he adopted a child from Africa. Ooh, more tangents, guys. You guys are getting all the tangents today. But he literally adopted this child from Africa, and it inspired me. And I was like, I want to do the same. I want to save someone like he did, or maybe like that's. I just want to. I just want to help. And also, I can't have kids. Isn't it? Know that. So like, that's also part of the adoption picture. You guys are getting my whole story today. It's the coffee I'm drinking while I'm doing this. I swear. Okay rant over. But that was one way we can view our subconscious. So just recognizing what thoughts are coming up, right? Are you telling yourself like, oh, God, no one will like me at this party. I'm just like, I'm a loser, right? Okay. Where's that coming from? So maybe for me, oftentimes that, that thought would come up of like, I'm not worthy of being here. No one's going to like me. I'm going to get rejected. That's a childhood wound, right? Both of the money story and the rejection story are both childhood wounds, right? Because when I was a kid, I was bullied and I believed that every time I went somewhere, I was going to get rejected. And one, I opened myself up to the rejection because there was a space there for people to reject. When people see a space, they feel that vibration that you're throwing off the vibration of rejection. They have an opportunity to reject you. So one, that, that was my childhood wound. That's why that story can play you know, I have to be the perfect body to not get rejected. I have to have the perfect business to be accepted. I have to have all the things, you know, when those stories come up and that ego starts to talk, I know where that wound is coming from and I know where the work I can do is, right? So if we're not listening to that voice, we have no idea what work we need to do. But if we start listening to that voice of like, okay, where is that belief system coming from, right? Why do I believe that if I have more abundance I'm taking away from someone else. Well, that comes from the stories, the sayings that we hear as kids, right? More money, more problems. Or um, if you're rich, you're greedy. That was kind of the mindset in the small town that I lived in. A lot of, you know, my family and friends believe that if you had more money, 
you were greedy, if you had more wealth, if you wanted more abundance for yourself, then you're a greedy person, which is again, just a belief system. So recognizing whatever voices are coming up in your head, it can lead you as a window into that subconscious to lead you to the work that you need to do or the stories that you need to uncover. Because everything in life is just a perspective. It's just a perception. It's just a story. So we need to decide what stories we're buying into and we can stop buying into that ego. And that's that's a big thing I want to teach you guys is that we don't need to buy into that voice in our head, right? We don't need to judge that voice in our head. And so a practice that I like to do is when I hear that voice come up, number one, I recognize it. I'm like, oh, I hear you. Where is this coming from? So number one is just witnessing the thoughts again. And then oftentimes I'll, you know, I'll notice that it's coming from fear. And remember that fear is never truth. Only love is truth. And so I, I, I just speak life back into the love. So I'll, I'll say I witness that this is coming from fear. I witness this thought and I choose again. And I'll choose a more empowering thought. I'll choose a more loving thought. Instead of like going down the rabbit hole of there's just not enough money here I'm, and then, or there's just not enough time to do all the things or I'm just not a motivated person. You know, you're buying into stories. It's okay. I see that this is coming from a place of fear and I choose again. Okay. How can I get this back up to spirit? I see that I'm feeling really time constricted right now. I, can I see this in a different light? Can I see this situation in a different way? Okay. And then you maybe say a prayer like, okay, spirit, (laughs) and this is totally off the top of my head. So, okay, spirit, I'm feeling really constricted right now. Time is feeling really short. I'm not having feeling like I have the bandwidth for everything I need to do. How can you open me up to creative possibilities that there's an alternative way to get everything I need to do done? And, and, And it will, not only will that allow you to surrender to something bigger than you, it will give you the power, the spirit to open you up to creative possibilities, right? And when you open your mind to the other possibilities, things will show up. So when we hear that voice of ego, when we hear that, that, that voice chiming in, how can we simply choose again, right? Instead of buying in. And only when we stop buying into that voice of ego can we see shifts, vibrational shifts, energetic shifts. We just let it flow through and we release those thoughts. Um, And so if ego is something you're struggling with, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you have practices that you guys use when ego comes up, I really like the I choose again. (laughs) It's just like my go-to. And then also using that as a window of like, okay, what work do I need to do to retrain my subconscious? But if, if you have practices that you use, I would love to hear them. Maybe, you know, shoot me a message on Instagram of what you use or a voice message. I love hearing your guys' voices and getting to know you a little bit better. Um, or if, if there's something that you want to share with your own audiences, take me on your Instagram. I'd love to hear it. love to know more about it. Um, and just see what you guys are doing to, to deal with this ego because I am open to learning more and finding more tools for my toolkit always. And, and I think we all should be right open to learning. Um, 
Also, if you're having a hard time identifying what work there is to do in your subconscious, remember that my spots for the one-on-one coaching are still open. And I would love to help you dive into the subconscious, into the ego thoughts, into the fear thoughts, and learn to love. So that's all I have on this, you guys. Thanks for, you know, hanging in with all my squirrel squirrel thoughts and uh, coffee brain. <laughs> it's been fun. And I'm excited to bring you more, more next week. Peace and love, guys.